The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, uh, what is happening in relation to Russia and Ukraine? Because what we're hearing is that Prigozhin, of leader of the Wagner Group, is no longer in Belarus. And is there another attempt at maybe civil strife or taking on Putin? And secondly, what is actually happening on the war front? We've heard of the uh, counteroffensive from Ukraine. Who's winning? Uh, Tom Clonan, Independent Trinity Senator and Security Analyst, hopefully can answer both questions. Welcome, Tom. Tell us first of all about Prigozhin. Where is he? That's a good question, Ivan. Um, and it's anybody's guess. He's definitely, he's in the wind at the moment. Um, but just to put him in context, um, Russia is at war. Uh, now, Vladimir Putin calls it the special military operation, but they're at war and they've lost tens of thousands of troops in their criminal invasion of Ukraine. And just as Ukraine launches its its much-hyped counteroffensive, Prigozhin makes, has a go at the leader. And he basically goes up the M4 motorway with thousands of troops and goes to Rostov-on-Don. He's on TV. He's making televised addresses. He's heading for Moscow. And if he had gotten into Moscow, you have to ask the question, well, what would have happened then? And I don't think it would have been a sit down and a, and a cup of coffee and a, and, a, and a nice chat. I mean, he actually stabbed the motherland, as they would see it, the Rodina in the heart and while Russian troops were dying in the front line, as they would see it, he shot down six helicopters, one fixed-wing aircraft on, on that route, uh, killing 13 pilots. So I think Prigozhin, when he took those uh, steps, I think he more than likely signed his own death warrant. And now, we don't know what happened outside Moscow. He stopped 200 kilometres short of, of, of the city limits. Um, I don't know what kind of a deal he was offered, um, but I think if you want to really understand... Um, the oligarchs and Putin and how they operate. It's like the mafia. People are defenestrated. They're thrown out of windows of high buildings. They're poisoned with radioactive substances like polonium or chemical agents like Novichok in, in, the, in both of those incidents uh, directed at people who were perceived to be disloyal by Putin. So uh, the, Putin gave a televised address uh, last weekend. I think actually it was his first public appearance after the standoff with Prigozhin, in which he said, and he was very clear, he said the Wagner Group had committed crimes and that the leaders should know that they will face um, the consequences. So that was very explicit. He also said to the ordinary Russian uh, Wagner troops that they had three choices. Uh, go home to their nearest and dearest, which is the actual words he used, or they could sign a contract with the Russian military by the 1st of July. So I think the writing pretty much was on so the, the wall. So the picture you're painting, Tom, is that this guy, Prigozhin, is on the run and there's a manhunt by Putin to get him. Well, I mean, that's... I mean, it. look, the events of two weeks ago, that Saturday, I mean, you couldn't make it up. It was the most extraordinary series of events. And no, no, so I, I get that. No, but the point yeah, is that so, you're, but, but you're not saying that Prigozhin or Wagner poses any threat to Putin. Oh, absolutely they do, because they... You know, they've undermined his status as Russia's strongman, undisputed leader of Russia. And in fact, in the last uh, couple of weeks, the Russian media have been openly critical of Putin, which is unheard of so far in this conflict. Uh, And in fact, one of the Moscow newspapers said that he had mixed, that Putin had mixed up the two words private 
and military. P and M, those two letters. In other words, there's no such thing as a pri- there should be no such thing as a private army. And now everybody knows that if you have the weapons, you can take this guy on. So Putin has to restore the balance of fear in Moscow okay. and in the Kremlin. To meanwhile, keep in meanwhile, wh- where are we at the overall conflict between Ukraine and Russia? Yeah, so there, there, there's two kind of main centers of gravity in, 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 the, in the offensive. There's still fighting going on up around uh, Bakhmut. And the, the Russians have actually not only been responding to uh, Ukrainian probing attacks, but they've also been launching some counterattacks. But it's pretty much a stalemate there. Now, I would say, though, on, on the balance of affairs, the Ukrainians have actually taken some retaken some territory up around that, that Bakhmut area. But the main focus seems to be down in the Zaporizhia region uh, and this drive south. Uh, the, the, uh, the Ukrainians have retaken a, a, about 12 or 13 settlements and they seem to be heading in the direction of Melitopol, but there has been no breakthrough yet. But having said that, so it's, it's a kind of a grinding attritional advance and they have been successful, but it hasn't been a kind of a wild... Uh, you know, what they call a, a cannon run, which they achieved in Kharkiv in, in September of last year. But they haven't yet committed the bulk of their forces. So we know that there are approximately six divisions. These would be the equivalent of NATO divisions that were actually trained and equipped by NATO. And they haven't really appeared on the battlefield in a coordinated way. We've only really seen kind of probing attacks at this stage. But above all, I mean, I just want to say two things about this. Yeah, of course, this is a criminal war by Putin and he has committed war crimes. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But there, the, the cost to Ukraine in mounting these attacks is phenomenal. Ukraine have never released their, their mortality figures, but most Western analysts f- estimate that they're broadly... They, they, you know, we're, we're talking about tens of thousands of troops have been killed, Ukraine, young Ukrainian men and women in the line. So this is coming at huge cost uh, to, to Kiev and to Zelensky and to the Ukrainian people. OK, but they've no choice. They've got to defend their country and so on. All right, Tom Clonan, Senator Tom Clonan, I should say, uh, thank you indeed uh, uh, for that. Uh, uh, analysis uh, of what's happening with Wagner Group, uh, Putin and the overall conflict. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.